Welcome to the Adapt or Die podcast. This podcast explores ideas related to self-growth, finding meaning, and living a more fulfilled lifestyle. It's your host, with the most, Armel Tala. And it's your host, on the low, Ben Smith. We're two college students on our own path of lifelong learning with the hope that you will join us in our journey. And now, it's time for the next episode of the Adapt Adapt or Die podcast. Welcome back to it. This is season three. I didn't even let... Season three? Really? Season three, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it is because our first, my first season, like, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna run you guys down about how the seasons worked. One first season was me starting this thing off, interviewing a whole bunch of people. Right, it was very interesting. I think the most, <laughs> the most interesting one I did <laughs> was a teen dad, bruh. How old was he? He was, I think he was 19 years old, and he had three kids. Damn! You want to talk about? Mm. You know, you know what's funny. He, he was a family you, man. You know, family man, family. I'll give you guys a background because I know he doesn't listen to this, and if he does, Chris, I'm sorry. But <laughs> what he he told me, he was like, he was like, yo, I was like, yo, so like, you know, do you wear condoms and stuff? He's like, nah. I was like, okay, that's why you got three kids. <laughs> it makes makes a lot. What of else? Sense. Are, what you you wear condoms? <laughs> Is that you're supposed to do that? Hey, yo, be safe, y'all. Be safe. Be then safe sec- out there. The be second safe. the second season was when I met Ben. And it made the podcast a lot easier because I was like, look, I don't got to go. I don't always got to go looking for someone to talk to. Like, yes, I could have. I could have went solo, dolo, molo and, you know, been chopping it up and giving y'all facts. But I was like, that's too much work. (laughs) So that's why I brought Ben because Ben, Ben do a lot of work. (laughs) I I do a little bit of work. And then so now season three is really where it's not just us collaborating, but it's us, uh, Kind of getting our, our our goals and lining everything up. How would you describe this new season for everybody? We, we've got a lot of we've done a lot of planning, a lot of a lot of uh, reflecting. So we got some really good episodes coming for y'all, and mm-hmm. um, it's gonna be really interesting. I'm excited for this season. It's you, gonna be a lot more engaging, a lot more fun. I think. And then that's the biggest part: engaging, fun. Like our mission statement. Let me just turn my head and read it. It's educate people on the topics of self-growth through entertaining and engaging conversations so last season we felt we're a bit robotic right yeah robotic that's that's probably more me than than you yeah (laughs) yeah we felt we felt like we just were giving information and there wasn't there wasn't personality you didn't know who we were you didn't you couldn't tell like you know ben he wants to be a comedian i'm already a part-time comedian this is what i tell everybody i'm part-time comedian oh wow he said cap it's all right i don't wear caps you've been to a comedy club I haven't been to a comedy club, but, you know, every time I make someone laugh, that's just my job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that's just my job. That's just what I do. job right there. That's literally why I tell every girl. I'm like, I tell girls like, hi. I'll be like, I'll be like, thank you. You know, I'm a part-time comedian. That's yeah. just what I do. That's just what I do. But but enough with that. Enough with that. Oh, hold on. Last thing. The setup as well. It's going to change pretty soon, too. Yeah, unfortunately, it's going to change again. It is going to change. I mean, unfortunately... I don't know if it's going to be unfortunate, but we're not going to have the blue background. It's going to be in a more old, yeah, it'll be an older a, setting. But we'll definitely, we'll definitely do a lot of work to make it. Might do, might have a green screen in the back. You might do a green screen. We get, we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out. We'll figure it out. But guys, welcome back to another episode of the Adapt or Die podcast. But just to tell you guys what really this season is going to be about, it's about making things more funny, making it easier for you guys to stay engaged and listen to us talk. Hopefully more interactive as we will bring in some new sessions, some, yeah. new, uh, some new some bits new, or whatever. New segments coming. Some new, yeah, some new segments. And then also, um, but last thing and most important is focusing on 
on a topic. I felt like last um, last season we 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 would get a topic, but we would we would go into so many different areas in that topic. Right? Yeah, we were definitely like too broad with it. Yeah, so it's like I want you guys to each episode feel like you really m- almost mastered, not mastered, but really have a deep understanding of maybe not a, not a fully deep, but a very well in depth understanding of one specific topic with a subtopic within a bigger topic. Right. We just want. We want to explain things so you can take something and apply it to the fullest. And if we, you can't do that, then we haven't done our job. Uh, but I guarantee you, you'll be able to do that. So that's 100%. what we're doing here. But and so today, uh, what are we talking about, Ben? What are we talking about? Well, you know, we, uh, as, as Armel said earlier, we have minds <laughs> and uh, we like to grow them. So today we're talking about growth mindset. And uh, yeah, what do you think growth mindset? When you hear growth mindset, what words come to your mind? Okay, no. First off, I want to say when I, when you first think. Okay, so if you ever been on TikTok or you ever been looking up like how to make money online, yada yada yada. You the biggest joke is like all these people are selling you mindset things. Like the first thing I think about when you say growth mindset, if I just didn't have understanding, would be like, oh, it's probably that thing those entre those entrepreneurs, those gurus on the internet always telling you like you don't have the right mindset. You need to be. You don't go wake up six six a.m. every morning. You don't eat. Fu- like so that's <laughs> they go hard on those those little like those youtube ads oh I'm like y'all gotta goodness. chill like you're not making me that much money in a week i, I already know like, like that's that's such a scam it'll be making you feel so bad about yourself like they bro, really what did do I, what did i do like yeah, i'm 19 years old with a ferrari what are you doing with your life i'm like you're like, oh, huh? like like first off it's 19 that's why even though like right now we're on our entrepreneurial journey it's like when <laughs> When they're like, I'm 19, I have X, Y, Z. I'm like, yo, what am I doing? Yeah, I feel like I'm a, I'm like, I'm not even, I haven't even 20 yet. Yeah. I feel like a little bit of failure. I'm For like, real. how am I behind? Like, I haven't even started. <laughs> yeah, but okay. But what actually do I think growth mindset is outside yeah. of the entrepreneurs trying to trick you into buying their course? Growth mindset, very simple. Like, you know, think, I, well, I actually know what this is. But like, when I think growth mindset, I'm thinking you're always trying to learn. You're always like, you don't think that you, you stay, um, you don't think that your abilities are capped, right? Some people might think they sit there, they're like, oh, well, you know, I can only ever read this much. I can only ever read this fast or I can only ever do these type of math problems or I can only ever be able to, you know, shoot this percentage on, you know, basketball court or whatever. Like whatever skill, ability you think you have, you having a fixed mindset being like, I can only get, ever get better at this. But a growth mindset is the opposite where it's like, okay, well, this is where I am right now. This is where I could be. And I know like if I do this, I would get there. That's kind of the simplest way I would put growth mindset. I, I really like that. You basically, yeah, just to kind of like reiterate, basically just that you have control over your life. Like you have control over how well you perform, uh, you know, how well you do in school, et cetera. Obviously, there are some boundaries in the universe that we can't expand out of. But yeah. the, the general idea is that we can grow. And there are ways to do that, and there are better ways to do that. And mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about that today. Um, and so how does how, where, where do we start in this in this topic? Like, but what specifically? So you know, in the beginning, I said we're going to focus on one you know one sub area within it. But what is that sub area we're focusing on? We're going to focus mainly on how to uh, hack your neurobiology, basically, uh, to improve your ability to grow and to grow yourself in any area that you choose wait so you're you're telling me growth mindset isn't just like uh exercise to be like um armel you are the best mm-hmm. like it's it's not that <laughs> uh we'll, we'll get to that in factor cap actually but there there is no there's oh. science behind everything okay, okay. If you think there's i'm a firm believer in science but hey, we'll, we'll get to this the later facts don't lie. um i think a good place to start for this is uh it is a study but it's not like it's not super in-depth they just um 
what they did is they studied some kids who they really enjoyed math problems, but they enjoyed doing math problems that they could never solve. They knew they're unsolvable and they loved doing them and mm-hmm. they got a re- they got a dopamine hit out of it. Mm-hmm. And so this really started off this whole new wave of what growth mindset is because people are like, why would these kids love doing these math problems? Like these, they were literally unsolvable. Mm-hmm. Like they knew, like there's no they answer. They knew they were unsolvable. And they knew that. Wow. And they still, they loved doing them. And so uh, these people, like these kids, they went on to, you know, academia, like they went on to do phenomenal things. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it showed was that, or what we kind of hypothesize about growth mindset that's been proven today is that what it really is, is the attachment of growth, not to your achievement, but to your effort process. Mm -hmm. And that is a fundamental like switch. It's like a huge difference in like how you think about doing things. Can I, can I say the first person that probably introduced this idea to a lot of people, especially if you, um, you know, sports and specifically basketball, Joel Embiid, this man would be screaming, trust the process. That's kind of Philly's whole thing. Like trust the process. So that was kind of my first introduction to ever before even knowing what growth mindset is, just hearing like trust mm-hmm. the process, but I didn't really know what that meant. Like wh- what process are you going through? I mean, it is a process. I think the first person academically to introduce it was uh, Carol Dweck. I could mm-hmm. be wrong about that. But anyways, it's yeah. interesting you mentioned Joel Embiid though, just because if you know anything about basketball, you know, he's kind of like, He's lazy on the court sometimes. (laughs) There's one thing that's not being discussed enough, and that's Joel Embiid coming into the season out of shape, and it seems as if he's not engaged. He's, I don't know. That's a different story, but... um what was your question actually? Sorry. Um, I, I, I didn't have, I was just wanted to bring up the fact like that's the first introduction yeah. that I heard of growth mindset. And so, but you're saying, you're saying, so it's attaching, it's attaching, um, the, uh, your, the, I guess the, I want to, I'm almost skipping ahead saying dopamine, but it's attaching like your, your sense of, uh, of, of improve. Bro, what are you talking about, man? Say it again. Sorry. Yeah, it, it's attaching your, uh, reward system for doing things. So, you know, like when yeah. we think of why, you know, why do I want to get a job? It's just for the money. So like that's the yeah. reward. That's, yeah. you know, instead of attaching your reward to the money, it would actually be attaching a reward to the effort process of getting X, Y, Z, whatever that mm-hmm. is for you. And so by doing that, uh, it's a much more sustainable and happier way because if you're rewarded every time you're putting an effort, mm-hmm. you're actually putting, uh, you know, you're putting money basically back into your emotional kind of a bank account in terms of like you have more energy to do things because mm-hmm. you just got a reward for putting an effort my, you know? okay so my thing is i kind of know why but explain to people like wh- why why is it better to focus on the process which can be grueling it can be just like I, I know okay i'll give you guys an example of basketball right so my the process i'm going through is trying to become a better jump shooter right and so there's days when you know you're just brick i, I know you ain't just As a side note he's broken no, no, just wait, just Bro. wait, y'all. Just wait. I'm going, cr- going crazy, going stupid. They ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine, but you just can't get into it because they would never understand. Back to back to the important thing here. So like, and so for me, and going through it, it's particularly like there's those days where it's like, yo, like I'm just not hitting anything. Like what, 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 what type of attachment, what type of reward am I getting from you know just those type of days where the process can be grueling? There's days where it's not bright at all. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely times when you're going to be uh, discouraged. Like, that's mm-hmm. natural. Like, you, yeah. you're you never going to be like, hey, like, oh, wow, like, today was a great day. Like, I screwed up every part of my workout. Like, you know, like, that's, that, that's never going to, you know, that doesn't happen. You're going to get discouraged, and that's that's okay. Um, the important part is uh, it, it basically comes down to motivation. 
So instead of tying, if you're tying your motivation to your goal, right, and in, just, in some sense you are tying your motivation to your goal still with your mm -hmm. effort, but if you're tying your motivation to your goal completely and you have a bad day, your motivation is going to be decreased, right? Because you just said, oh, I had a terrible workout. What am I doing? Like, am I doing the right things? Like, maybe I should just quit, yeah. right? But if you're tying it to your effort and you're saying, all right, I made a small step today. It mm -hmm. was, you know, like I'm... I'm not as I'm, I'm closer to my goal today than I was yesterday, yeah. but I still have a long ways to go. But if you get a hit, if you get, you know, if you're happy, if you, if you get rewarded for making that small step, then what do you want to do tomorrow? You want to make another small step and another small step. And you want to keep doing those steps until you get to your goal. Mm -hmm. And so instead of focusing on the ultimate goal, you're focused on your, your effort to get there. And, and I, that, that kind of helps your motivation. Basically. And I think something huge that and kind of this whole idea and like what me and Ben both like, who, who, who are you focusing on when you were doing this research? Who's the guy's name? His name is uh, Andrew Huberman. Andrew Huberman. And I think, and I was also listening um, to a podcast that he was talking about. And I think the best way he kind of put it was he just said, he said, well, you know, in those times where, like you said, where, like I said, we're having, you're having a bad day and you maybe, it's not the best, like one, looking at like, I got 1%, like this is kind of your philosophy and something I picked up from you is try to get 1% better every day. Like even though. And to be clear, I got that from, uh. I think it was James Clear. James uh, Clear, yeah. Power of Habit or Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits, yeah. that's yeah. not my idea at all, but keep yeah. going. But it's it's one of your philosophies that you adopted. And so it's kind of looking at it that way. But then also a thing that Andrew said that I think is really important is that people don't look at it that way. That might help help even like spurt that um, that reward, that reward and, you know, feeling good about that day you had regardless of how it went is just take a step back like at the end and be like, well, like kind of reflect. Reflect and think like, yo, okay. All right, well, man, I didn't have a bad shooting day, but, you know, I got up I got up today and I went to the gym and I put up shots, right? I wasn't shooting the best, but I still got up shots. I still focused on making sure I was shooting the right form. I was, you know, trying to shoot the same shot every time. It just wasn't falling today. You know, it's just one of those days or, you know, I went to the gym and I didn't feel as good, but, you know, I still got in good. I still got in my workouts. I still, you know, I still did the things I had you to do. You still made progress towards your goal, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so I think I think we've kind of gone over what growth mindset is pretty yeah. well. Like, I mean, yeah, it's just... I, it, I, before you do pass on though, like I this the science behind. Or are we going to get into the science behind? The, with what the, in terms we're of doing dopamine? now is we're going to go into how to implement growth mindset. Okay. So how can we kind of what what are we going to what can we do to focus our our reward system on the effort instead mm -hmm. of the goal? Yeah. I guess in in a way. So how 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 do we do that? We're uh, we're going to introduce a new segment. We got a factor cap. Fact or cap? Fact or cap? So I got a few facts for you. <laughs> Uh, they could be cap. We don't know. <laughs> um, and so you have I'm to answer. <laughs> yeah, no, don't, don't look. The answers aren't on here, actually. Only I know. <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> um, so the first one is, well, this is an easy one because we already talked about it, so you're lucky. Um, <laughs> dopamine is the reward system we're taking advantage of. Fact. If you guys don't know, you guys. Also, I like just... Dopamine. Yeah, yeah, there's one. Give thing. us a nice, what, like, give us a nice uh, synopsis of what dopamine is and how it functions. If you, ooh, ooh that's or, an or, interesting or, question. Yeah. In, in, yeah. Go in ahead. My, in my, so what? What I understand dopamine to be is kind of, um, it pra it's what dictates your entire life. It's what tells you what is good. It's kind of our, our body's way of like survival. Like, so you eat some food and you know, releases dopamine, like, Oh, that's good. Like, you know, eat that food again. You know, you work out and you get that, you get that dopamine, like, you know, working out is good. It, it lets your body know like what is good and like what to continue doing. 
And so we can, there's a whole thing about why social media and stuff is not blah, 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 because it, it releases artificial dopamine. That's, that's a, I can do like three episodes about we that. Could do a, we're probably going to go into that. We will. But in terms of um, dopamine in, in this reward system, in this reward system, like dopamine is what telling you like, oh, you accomplished that goal. Like that was a good, like that was good. What you did was just good. You know, you, your goal of wanting to eat better or feeling, you, you get released to dopamine once you hit that reward. And it's, it tells you, it, it what helps drive your motivation. It's what yeah. helps, tells you what is, what is good and what is bad. And seriously, it's, it's more than just, I think people need to not get it out that it's more than just like reward. It's more than not reward, but it's more than just at, at the end of the goal. Like dopamine comes throughout the entire process. Yeah, so this, you actually are here my second fact. Ooh. This is fact number two. Ooh. Dopamine is only released once achieving your goal. What do you guys think? Let's take a second and think. Nah, but like I said before, it's wait, say the question again. Dopamine is only released once achieving your goal. No, that's that's cat. That's cat is cat. And and this is a so there there's there's a lot of, you know, uh, chemicals that are released in your brain and I'm not a neuroscientist, I'm not claiming to be, so this yeah. these things that we're saying are, are definitely an oversimplification. If you're if you happen to be like an uh, if you study neuroscience, like we're not claiming to be <laughs> yeah, we're just giving a, a nice applicable ideas to people. Um but there are a lot of things that like that give you reward and so um, serotonin and oxytocin, those are a different reward system. So those mm-hmm. kinda give you feelings of gratitude and like satisfaction, you know, mm-hmm. like I love my dog. Like you just you just feel happy in the yeah. moment you know you not. it's not a reward per se but it's just like yeah like i love my dog you know what yeah. i mean or like it's things like that dopamine on the other hand is a it's not just like you said it's not just a reward it's uh it's a motivator it's a it, yeah. it incentivates huh? like it, it had it provides incentive for you to do things and so what happens is you will think of things like your goal mm-hmm. and dopamine a small amount will be released and that will that will push you to, to go out and, and achieve that goal and, and do something about it instead of just sitting there. Um, and so that's what dopamine's function is. It, it's, it's not just to um, tell you what's good or bad. It's also to get you up off your ass and go do it. You know because what I mean? Because you, you, you have to think back to like the um, Stone Age before they knew what, what was good or what was bad. Like if you were living out before those Google shout out, you know, shout out to, <laughs> shout out to Shameless Google. Shameless plug. Armel's <laughs> internship at Google. Yeah. This is big brain time. Shh, nobody needs to know that. But um, so <laughs> so uh, it's like thinking about back back with like the Stone Age or whatever. Like before there was technology, before you could easily just look up. Oh, is this good for me? Or is this bad? Or what should I do in this moment? Like it's just some. It it's what told you like. Oh, I ate this. Are you saying dopamine is nature's Google? In a way, it almost is. But it is. It is. It's like your parents. It's like it's like nature's guide. It's like nature's. Um, yeah, no. In a way, kind of. Like, actually, kind of. Mother. Is, yeah. It's mother. Na- it's mother nature talking to us in a way. Like it's, really it's putting. Like, yeah, it's a guide. You know, do this. Don't do like this. Is good for you. This is bad for you. You know, like you dopamine is released for things that are good for us. Mm-hmm. Most of the, you know, and yeah. we can talk about how there are things in society like phones and other things that, that are that overdo that the are, dopamine, over, yeah. and then therefore like the dopamine you get from certain things just isn't going to satisfy you enough. But for the most part. Dopamine. Generally speaking, if you're thinking about like pre-industrial revolution, yeah. dopamine provided incentive to go get Guidance. food, water, yeah, you know, and reproduce just other things. And that's yeah. that's really how we survive. It was yeah. our surviving mechanism. Is there another? Is there another fact? Is there another uh, question? There is one more question. I see, man. You guys, I'm I'm hot today. You know what I'm saying? Two for two, just like me from the three point line, baby. Are you delusional? 
But don't worry, I said it's gonna be five for five. <laughs> oh hell no! You <laughs> <laughs> might be like negative one <laughs> the three point line. I don't even know how that's possible. <laughs> you, you, you were shooting on the wrong basket. Damn. <laughs> right, this one might be a little harder for you. Okay. Having a positive attitude, attitude. So I had a bad day, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Is a key part of growth mindset. Having a positive attitude, I had a bad day, the key. See, see, guys, you know, you guys know, you know, there's our Melicus Milius, and I'm a, I'm a Stoic. I, I'm, I'm Love starting it. to bring out Stoic Milius, philosophy, the, right? Bring out inner Armelicus Milius. I want to know. And now, the, the Stoic side of me wants to say that this is cap, but with it just seems with growth mindset, and you're wanting to, you know, always try to grow. I think you want to think positive, right? So I'm gonna go with fact on this one. I'm, I know I'm right. Mm. We got a big cat, boys. Um, I, I intentionally worded this kind of uh, difficult, but it, I, I did so to emphasize the point that having a positive attitude is not part of growth mindset, like in, in, innately speaking. Mm-hmm. And so we're gonna kind of, like, I'll hit on this pretty hard. Um, the reason that having a, like a really positive attitude is not like a really key part of growth mindset is because you need to be on track of, of, of attaining your goal. So if you're having a bad day, but you, you know, your, your goal is here and you're moving the other direction, you're not getting anywhere near your goal, right? So if you keep saying, I'm good, like today was a good day, like I'm okay, even though I didn't really get closer, like mm-hmm. it's okay, that's not helping you towards your goal. So yeah. you're not growing, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not growing, then how is that part of growth mindset? So there is a difference there of the, the key thing is you need to be aware and you need to be reflecting on where you're going and be real about your goals and, and how how well you're progressing towards them, which is very hard sometimes. I know like in my workouts, I'm like, okay, like, you know, I do kind of like weird, not weird workouts, but some of the functions of, like, of how I'm moving, I can't tell if I'm getting stronger or not until maybe three weeks after until I really get some like good foundation. Yeah. And so it takes me a while. I have to, I'm like, okay, like, am I progressing? Am I not progressing? And the answer is usually, I usually am because I do a lot of research, but sometimes I'm not and I have to recalibrate. Mm-hmm. And so it's a key part to say, um, you know, today was a bad day and then you have to reflect. You know, it's, it's, everything's ref- okay, but you need to reflect and say, am I moving towards my goal? If the answer is yes, mm-hmm. it's okay. So just, so just to make this clear for the people that are listening, there's a difference between, so like in the growth mindset, and we are talking earlier about, you want to, you those effort it's attaching your reward system to the effort you make like so there's a difference between you going out to make that effort right but you evaluate and how but how you actually evaluate the effort you made or what it was like you're like okay attaches the fact that you did go out and you did make sure like you didn't miss a day you 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 know you're on schedule your integrity um you are you know you're following your schedule you went to your workout when you were supposed to but that doesn't mean that you just should count it as a good day it means you should you should look at it and reflect to say like okay where did I mess up here and what can I do better? So not fooling yourself and being like, you know, today I got, um, you know, I got 5%, but like every day you're thinking, maybe your goal is you want to get 5% better every day or you want, or whatever, you want to go 1%. But if you're fooling yourself saying, oh, today I got 1% better when you really got like 0.1, you know, 0.1% better, like. Or, or negative or not at all. Damn. Then you're. Can you, but okay, that's actually a real question. Can you have a step back in your prog? Like, is there. Like, what would it count as a step back? I feel like you continuously, you going out to that day would be, would always be a step forward, but maybe the magnitude of that step isn't as great. Do you think that you can have a negative step? I, well, I personally think if you're not 
if you're not going forward, you're going back. I don't think there's such thing as stagnating. So if you're going in the wrong direction, that's the same thing as not going in the right direction. Oh, really? Right. And you're, you're not only are you losing time, right? Because you just wasted. There's an opportunity cost. That's a little. Mm-hmm. little <laughs> Armel loves economics. <laughs> uh, but you're not only are you are you losing time that you could have been progressing towards your goal in the, the most effective manner, but you could be doing something that directly counteracts your ability to do that goal in the future. That makes sense. So I, th- I think it's definitely possible. Mm, I, I don't I mean, we, w- it would have like, this is a very nuanced question because you'd have to go. It's, it depends it, it, on the situation. It depends on what you're doing. Like, you know, if I go to the gym and I go get a hundred shots and like my, it's like a hundred shots every single day. And you know, usually I'm maybe I'm shooting like 50, 60, right? 50, 60%. And then one day I shoot like 30, 20 or something like that. See, to me, like, as long as the intention, I get, okay, actually, I almost want to, I can agree with you. I think it depends on how you approach that day, right? So let's say that, let's keep it simple. We'll use working out and stuff, but this can go with, actually, I want to, I want to pull a different, different example okay. because I feel like every single example that people we do talk about working, working out, out yeah. and sports and stuff like that. Let's say you want to read, let's say you want to read a book, mm-hmm. right? Let's say you want to read a book. And so in today, like usually you want to read, let's say 10 pages in whatever X amount of time you have. Right. Right. But in the, in that day, in like a particular day, you only read like, let's say you read like seven, right? It's like, okay, well you reading seven, isn't a bad, like on a normal thing, you reading seven is progress, right? Yeah. It's maybe not the progress you wanted to make, but the difference is how were you reading? And I think this is something Kobe always talked about was when you work out, are you intentional? Like, were you reading it? And were you kind of just like dazed off when you're reading it? You don't even remember what you read. You weren't really fully engaged with what you were reading. I feel like that's when you, that's when that, that's a negative step back. Right. Yeah. And it's like, if you imagine, let's say you read the first 30 pages of the book mm-hmm. and you don't remember anything because you were not reading it right how are you going to understand the rest of the book? Mm-hmm. And, and then if you're reading the rest of the book and you don't understand the rest of it, then you just wasted the rest of the time reading the book. And maybe you even pulled things from the book that were incorrect, actually, because you didn't understand you, you, your foundation, you know, like the first few chapters are usually setting this, you know, the stage. They're like, this is, you know, X, Y, Z, X, Y, you know, yeah. this is this. And because of this, this happens, right? And so you might pull things that are actually wrong and apply them incorrectly. And, and so, you know, that's kind of like, you know, I, I don't want to scare anyone like, you know, you're doing everything wrong. You're probably if you're taking a step in the right direction. If you're reading, mm-hmm. that's more than ninety percent of the yeah. population. So don't get discouraged at all. Um, but there, like, do be aware that you do need to reflect and be intentional about whatever you're doing. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. It's the intention with you getting behind what you're doing in terms of growth. Because really, no matter how much it's like, you could be putting in hours of work in whatever you're doing. But if there's no, if your intentions aren't right. If you, if you're just not going in intent focusing like this is where I want to get better on making sure that you know you're really you're focused on what you're doing regardless of the result so that's kind of like detaching right. the result from the you know the result from the process is okay you are reading but you're making sure like your your process of you going through it is intentional you're focused and you know what you're doing but you may not have as great of a day I kind of want to walk through an example of what like how you would actually attach your uh, reward to a process okay. instead of the goal because it, it, that's you when you when i say that i'm sure that's like all right i kind of get what that means yeah, but like not yeah, really I think, like, yeah, how do be, i do that applicably example, yeah. um and so an example that i was that i heard was um if you're trying to run a marathon which is a pretty large goal you know what do you the first day maybe you just put your shoes next to the door the next day you put um your phone in your your airpods or whatever like you know music third day you go right around the block fourth day you know etc and you keep building on that and so 
what you should do is after the first day, you, you gave yourself a very easy, uh, not, I don't want to say easy, you gave yourself a goal that you knew you could achieve the next day. Just put your shoes next to the door. Once you do that, what you do is you say, I, like you, you, you reflect on that and you say, I'm glad I did that. Mm-hmm. I made progress today. I made progress. So you need to, you need to subjectively think about that. You need to, you need, you actually, like, that's a very key step. I'm, like, yeah. I'm going to say it like three times. That's why, that's, and I brought it up earlier. Like, you have to take you, that reflection. You need to take a second and, and sub, you need to, um, there's a lot of science behind this and like neuroplasticity and why mm-hmm. this works. And I, I can't explain it because it's, it's beyond too in depth, me. but yeah, beyond me. <laughs> I don't know, bro. But just know that when you, um, when you, when you take a step back and you say, all right, I did what I set out to do today. Mm-hmm. I don't need to do any more. Don't you, you need to be, satisfied with your effort today because you reached your goal for the day that got you that, that is going to get you to your goal eventually and so every day you tie your um your dopamine system to achieving that goal mm-hmm. and so the next day you're like all right well yesterday i put my shoes next to the door tomorrow i run the block yeah. the next day and each day you're getting more you're like mm-hmm. all right well i completed the goal next yesterday yeah i'm gonna do it again Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna do it again, and then eventually you're running two miles, and then five miles, and then ten miles, and it, you just keep doing that slowly, but surely. So like mm-hmm. these incremental steps, that's very key. And I, emphasizing again, the reward, your ability to attach your on um, the reward system to the to the process you're making is by taking like that's that reflection part is huge because you're not if you're just mindlessly going through it, you're not thinking about it, like you're not ever actually attaching the ne- all all you're thinking about is the next thing, but you're not giving yourself time to reflect and be like. I'm proud of myself. You did it. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? 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 Right. But I think actually, actually, I do want to say you brought up something that you brought up, you know, um, you know, that making that progress, uh, you know, that getting that reward, you know, getting the dopamine that and then it kind of leads you to the next day being like, okay, what dopamine can I get? I think there's an interesting study about this. And this leads us to a segment called Show Me the, the Study. study. Because Ben can't show me the money because he's broke. And that's a fact. Hey. Not for long. Hey, I like that. I like that's that's what you that's what you call growth growth mindset. mindset. Hold on. Hold on. Ah, dang, never mind. I was gonna make there's a funny TikTok references. It was they would be like, Oh, would you rather have sixteen million dollars now or would you rather have like ten cents every day? And it'd be like option two, call that passive income. (laughs) (laughs) No, those videos are hilarious, but show me the study, Ben. What what study can you break it down to us? We talking, we we're talking high level, but now let's see what the science is talking about. Hey, this is a interesting study. If you zoned out at all in the past ten minutes, this study is so interesting to me. It is like I have remembered that I heard this study like three years ago, and I still remember it to this day. This was a study they did with rats. Okay, and what they did was they put two rats in opposite sides of an open tube, and they put them in the sides, and what they essentially the rats wanted to push each other out. They, they don't want to go backwards. They just want to push each other forward. So what would happen is one of the rats would win in like a fight, right? And so whoever got pushed out was the loser and whoever stayed in the tube was the winner. That all, all, all green, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what they found is that the rats that won the first time had a much higher, like the rats that won were, kept winning and the rats that lost kept losing. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, yeah, I mean, and that kind of makes sense. So they probably had something that helped them win, right? Yeah. You know, like they're maybe, maybe they were stronger, bigger, or bigger. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, okay, well, higher rate. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Then they switched it up, and they were like, okay, how about instead of uh, letting them go like with just by themselves, uh, let's give them a little push. So what they did was they they took two rats and they took a winner, 
and took a loser, and they artificially pushed the the loser rat um, to push the 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 old winner and to to be a loser. And after that happened, the loser would actually win. They would mm. keep winning a lot more, like much higher than they used to. Um, and simultaneously, the winner, like the old winner who lost artificially, mm-hmm. they would start losing. And you're like, whoa, how does that work? Yeah. And it's, it's a really interesting study because what it shows was essentially that the, there's, there's like brain mechanisms in, is, is in the frontal cortex. Um, and and I not, think the front, and I think this is the one that has to do with like planning, at, you know, actually yeah. a lot of high level things of yeah. like, you know, doing and everything. Yeah. And, and what they found was that, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought actually. <laughs> so the, there's a, there's a, an area of the brain that, that kind of regulates, uh, your, your drive to kind of like push forward and, mm-hmm. and, and like really and like fight, I guess. And so what was happening was the rats that were losers, uh, when they got pushed forward and they, they pushed the other rat out artificially, that area of the brain was actually, it was, it was activated a lot more. Mm-hmm. And so going forward, that brain activation stayed. And because of that brain activation staying, they were actually able to um, keep winning in the future. And likewise, the old rats that used to win, because they got pushed out artificially, even, you know, even though they used to win a lot, that area of their brain got silenced. Mm-hmm. And because of that, they were more scared and, and they didn't have as much uh, fight in them, I guess. And that caused them to keep losing. And this applies, we think it applies to us as well, yeah. right? And kind of like this idea of if I, um, if I fail once, I'm more prone to failure, not because I'm inadequate, but because I, I think I'm inadequate. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. And, and it's like, that's a really powerful idea. And that's why those small wins are so huge, because getting those small wins, even though like it may not be as significant, you're thinking, well, my goal was to, let's say, your goal was to make six figures this year, 100000 but you, you know, but you know, you don't get to, if you think about it in that way and you fall and you fall short of six figures, you're going to be upset. You're going to be like, what did it up? But if you, you know, you break that down and smaller, like, you know, my goal this month is to make, you know, 7,000 or 5,000, right. And you hit that first right. and then you grow on that. Like those small wins are eventually going to lead you because it's kind of, it's almost like a psychological trick you're doing on yourself. Like you're, you're building confidence for yourself. That's really mm-hmm. what it is. You're, you're like, you're giving yourself, you know, if you, if you just, crush your goal, you know, your, your small incremental steps 10 days in a row, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you be able to do it tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you be able to do it next month or yeah. next year or forever? And there's the reason, the answer is there's no reason you can't. And that's, that's kind of the whole idea behind growth mindset is that you have control mm-hmm. and like you can do it and you can hack your, not hack, but you can use these ideas to help you push forward through things and, and just realize that just knowing that your brain has a placebo effect over wh- whether you win or lose to me, it's actually, I've, I've seen it personally where I am, I'm like, okay, I lost last time, but that was because, you know, X, Y, Z. It wasn't because I was inadequate. Yeah. It was because, you know, it depends on the situation of whatever loss you know, means, but you can you can actually change wow. that mindset very powerfully just by knowing that fact. Wow, hold on, because this is, I just realized how it applies to my life, and I, and I, have, a, I have a question following this for you, but because for me in school i was able to see like i personally i think i I had pretty good academic success right and uh, you know i ended up at a good school blah 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 and but 
I had a growth mindset in school without ever even realizing I had a growth mindset. I'm sure you did. Because in a way, like when I failed an exam, I never looked at it like, oh, I was, like I, just, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, da-da-da. like there's obviously times where I'd fail an exam, but I would fail an exam, be like, I straight up didn't know what I was doing, but I knew that before coming in because I didn't study. I was like, I don't know anything about this class. Da-da-da. Of course you're gonna fail, but when I did fail in classes, and maybe I did, I didn't do as good as that. Maybe I wanted an A, right? I was that annoying kid that catch I kept it. I was like, I was like, I got an 86. But like, if it was math, I'd be like, come on, bro, why did I get an 86? Like, nerd. Only A's around here, big boy. Be flexing, but, <laughs> but so for me, it was when I did fail, I never looked at it like, yo, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm bad at math. I just was like, okay, wait, why did I fail? Oh, I forgot that part of the equation. Oh, I just, you know, I didn't, I, for, right. I forgot that equation, that part, or, oh, um, I miscarried a number. I divided wrong. And what you said is a key process as well. It's like, that's part of the reflection process too, of like, when you're reflecting, you're not thinking, oh, I can't do this at all. You're thinking, all right, I failed, but how can I recalibrate? How can I take what I didn't know and then mm. shift it to something that I do know and mm. refocus that to get to my goal faster. And so it's not, um, failing is not at all something to be afraid of. Mm-hmm. You've heard that, you know, countless of times, yeah. you, know, you know, Michael Jordan's famous for saying <laughs> that any, everyone is, I guess, but it, it's just an opportunity to learn. And mm-hmm. you know, you know that, but do you, have you internalized that? Yeah, have you have taken you... that idea and have you really thought about that and really said, okay, like I know I failed, Am I taking this as a learning experience or am I taking this as a feeling of personal like attack? Am I feeling yeah. inadequate? And that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a really big idea for me and I'm sure for most of us our age as we're trying to find our identity and yeah. where we want to go and how we want to get there and yeah. Yeah, and I will say, you know, Michael Jordan is famous for saying that quote and one day I'll be famous for saying, life is just a continuous cycle of failing and learning. But Ben, so we, we're talking about all this, and it's like, okay, I, I, I get it. Like, I get it. You know, um, you know, uh, you, you, I want to make sure I, you know, compartment, comp, I can't even say that word. What the f- compartmentalize. Compartmentalize, you know, the reasons why I'm losing, you know, d- you know, make sure I'm taking time to reflect and everything. But there's people that have, neg- like, some people have negative voices in their head that just, you know, constantly playing. Like, how, how are you supposed to attack that if that's, you know, if that's, the, if that's like, the, your main problem right there? It's not even, yeah. you can't go and do it, but you just always have these negative, these negative thoughts, these neg- these negative voices in your mind stopping that, you from wanting to you Yeah, know, that's, a really, that's a really great question. How, I, I want to ask you a question real quick. Have you... A question for question? Call that a questionopoly. <laughs> I honestly don't know what an opoly is, but it sounded good what, when I said what? it. <laughs> it sounded good when I said it. Hey, don't lie. I know y'all were like, damn. I think that's, that's I'm going to Google that real quick. That's just in our Armelicus Milius. But um, what, so what is a, an example that you would care to share with uh, the audience that you have had an experience with a lot of negative voices? Like you have a repetitive idea that you can't do something. When, you know, when has that happened for you? I think, I guess, because guys, there's there's only three things in my life that I do. I code, I hoop, and I do business and like invest and blah, blah, blah. But so hooping being one where I had my most struggles, right? And especially in high school. And the thing was, for me, it was as a player being like, okay, like there would be days where, you know, I don't play good and I reflect, but I reflect so negative, always a negative voice like, oh, you know, you, you're not good enough, da, 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 da. even though everywhere I, everywhere I went, people tell like, oh, bro, you got you got the skill. Like you got when I played free, when I wasn't overthinking, people would be like, 
no, like you, you can hoop, like you can hoop. But for me, even though all these outside voices were telling me, like, you know, you had the skill, like, you know, for freshman, from a freshman being on varsity, you think like, yo, that kid might have That's my tough, confidence. By the way. Yeah, and so it's like I had these negative, I had these negative thoughts, but it wasn't until it wasn't. I know it's gonna we're kind of going back on what we already said, and it might it may not seem to help, but it really wasn't until I took the step back and said like, wait. Why wasn't I? Why? Why? Why did I have those thoughts? Like, what? Why wasn't I actually where I wanted to be? And I had to be honest with myself. Like, okay, well, you know, you know, this part of your game, like, you couldn't shoot, so that limits your ability, right? And you, you felt, you felt some type of way about that. And you, and you know, a big part of it was like, you know, few people feel like in the when you're playing, especially in high school, if you're not scoring or stuff, like, people are gonna be like, I was really the, I was a great passer. I was a great, you know, point guard. I just, well, I'm not gonna say I was great or anything like that, but I was no, a no, good point guard. Go I was a solid point guard. <laughs> I was a solid. I was a very, you know, I did what I had to do, and you know, got my school record for assists in a season and career oh my i ain't gonna say none but so not being able to score and things like that it it, it, it kept those negative voices and I had like really like oh you can't do nothing but just you know just but you know come down past it and you know you set the office and run whatever but it wasn't until i was like okay why 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 weren't you able to like what part of your what part of that game were you missing and so it was being real with myself being like you actually weren't putting in the work you thought you were putting in right so with like an example of shooting with shooting like when we're talking about this like i wasn't intentional when i would shoot I would shoot, go out there, shoot, blah, blah, blah. I would miss a lot and be like, ah, oh, whatever, like, go work on something else. And when, and when I was shooting, I wasn't thinking. Nowadays, now I'm really thinking like, okay, why why did I miss? Oh, it's because, I, you know, I wasn't on balance. Oh, my thing, you know, I didn't have my hands in the right placement. I didn't I didn't put enough arc on it. I need, I'm, I'm, more, I'm more conscious and more intentional about the things I do. But it was taking what helped me get through those negative thoughts was, one, taking a step back and being like, and knowing really, like, where I was in the game, like, Oh, like you can actually play, like bro, like you know you can. Anytime, anytime you play free, you can. But it's also saying being like, but the reason why you didn't get there is always there's always that but is always figuring out feet. It's that part right. of like what's the but? Like why didn't you? Why wasn't it clicking for you at the time? And it was, I just wasn't putting in the work in the intentional work that I thought. Like I was telling myself like yeah I'd be in the gym more than probably most people on my team you know mm -hmm. second most or whatever. But like the work I was putting in wasn't actually helping me get better. It wasn't like, getting. I see. It yeah. was I wasn't putting in the right work or working on my weaknesses, right? So I think for people that may be dealing with those negative voices in their mind, the way you can look at it is say, okay, well, one, be dead honest. Like, why are you having those things? Like, where where do they really stem from, right? And don't think just like the negative voices themselves are not actually the real real reason why you're having those mm -hmm. voices, right? So you have to ask yourself, okay, why? And so it's that part of like reflecting. But then once you figure out that why, once you're able to understand like, okay, I'm having these negative voices with, let's say eating, like you're eating, like because, you know, I, because I think I, you know, I look fat or blah, 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 blah. Like what, you know, so things like that. I, I'm probably a very bad example. I don't want to offend anybody here, but right. so, but like really figuring out the real reason why you're having those negative mm -hmm. voices, not just the voices themselves, because they don't tell you anything. Mm -hmm. Then taking the right actions towards towards that, um, towards you know fixing that actual problem, what's causing it? Because I always think people think that the negative voices are the act are the problem, when in reality the negative voices are just are just kind of they're a symptom. They're a symptom. Yeah, they're they're just kind of point. They're just highlighting it, but they're not actually the problem. Yeah, I, I think what, yeah, what you said was like those two points of like understanding that your negative voices are, are really an outflow and a symptom of a, an inner belief that you're not good at X, Y, Z, whatever mm -hmm. that is. And then be recalibrating and say, all right, well, if I'm not good at that, does it matter 
that I'm not good at that? Like, does, does that affect yeah. me? And then if it does, how can I get better at that? Um, and so also kind of going off the whole negative voices thing, uh, it's really hard to, it's really hard to suppress voices. You know, like if you yeah. think, if you have this repetitive loop of, you know, like I can't shoot or I can't, I know for me it was like, all right, I, I'm not a ball handler, which is mm-hmm. true. I'm yeah. not like, I'm not, I can handle, but like if it's into the game, like I'm not, the, I'm not the guy getting the, you the know, ball. And, I think and that's okay. But it was something that kind of hindered me where it was like, it kind of, it, I did it's, it too much. Where it's it like, stopped I got you from re- actually even wanting to work on those things. And I think that's the same right. thing with me. Sorry to cut you off. No, but that's the same thing with me. Like you telling yourself those things, it pushed you away from work on the things that like, you're like, oh, I'm a bad shooter. So instead of you actually going at work on whatever you're saying you were bad at, you just pushed away because those negative voices, but please continue. Yeah. And, and like, so when you have those negative voices, like it's, it, I, I think it's, it's hard, if not impossible, to get rid of them. Like, you can't just stop thinking about them. Yeah. You know? and like, that's not, you can't just will yourself to be like, all right, I'm not going to think bad thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like that, <laughs> it's just hard. I don't, I don't know anyone who can do that. I, I, if you can, please let me know. I would love to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we should do, what we can do, is introduce uh, positive thoughts. And what you're, what you're doing, um, you, maybe you're not uh, totally replacing negative thoughts, but... Even if you're replacing 10% of your negative thoughts with some positive thoughts, that means you have 10% less negative thoughts and 10% more positive thoughts. So that's you're already, that's already like a, a 20% gain from a, a 10% like difference. And as long as your uh, as long as those positive thoughts are are grounded and, and like truth and, and like not you know if you're making headway and those positive thoughts are uh, they will feed on themselves, right? You know if you're saying you know I'm I'm not a great ball handler, but I'm a great shooter. And that's what I do, and mm-hmm. I will, I will, <laughs> I will shoot lights out any day yeah. of the week. That's a thing, something I can focus on, and then that way, when I go into the gym and I work on dribbling, I can say, "All right, how can I? What are the dribbling? Like, what can I do specifically to help my team when I'm dribbling? Like, what what situations would I actually be in? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not gonna do, <laughs> I'm not doing like a a tween tween cross to the legs, <laughs> like step, step back, <laughs> like that's, it's just not me, right? Yeah. Um, but what I can do is just be able to handle the ball well enough to, you know, maybe do some sweeps, some good like jab steps, uh, get up the court. Like if I get a rebound, like I'm pushing, we're going. I can give it a good pass, like things like that, where it's like very natural, very flow. And so focusing on some positive thoughts allows you to reduce some negative thoughts by replacing them, right? And then also increase your confidence by by having those positive thoughts. So mm-hmm. I know it's kind of hard to get rid of negative thoughts, but you can think positive thoughts. Thoughts yeah. are. They are similar to actions in a lot of way. And you you can you can will yourself to think more thoughts, even though it's hard to stop thinking thoughts. Yeah, no, that's that's really that's a really good point. Like you said, thoughts like people don't people think thoughts almost in a way that they just flow. Like there's like oh you know my thoughts just come and go and da, da, da. but like you actually can't control those thoughts. But it's one being mindful of those right. thoughts. And I think something I um I saw some TikTok video. Someone said you know I think there was like we have about thousands of thoughts a day right and about 75 percent of those are repetitive right so in a way if you start to inf- if you start to put more positive thoughts into those thousands of thoughts you're having and they're repeating and you start to cycle out those negative with more you know more of the positive thoughts are you know starting to be repetitive through your mind hopefully your default could could be the positive right mm-hmm. and that would yeah and it's hard and, and everyone's wired differently and it's just so it's a complicated topic because you know different yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm, why different? I'm built, built different, different, but <laughs> but yeah, that's um, that's a general thought on how to to limit some negative thoughts when you're when you're doing things and you feel down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's all the time that we have for today. I do want to mention some that 
with growth mindset, there are some other things that are really important. Uh, so some cool stuff, breathing, sleep, and actually hypnosis were uh, some other areas that have huge application, huge uh, more, there are, are way bigger pools of knowledge that you can pull from those and helping you grow and, and really uh, focus on things. So maybe if y'all are interested, we can get, get that in a future episode. But uh, yeah, get your sleep. That's all I'll say. Get your sleep. <laughs> get your sleep. Get your sleep. Oh my goodness, get your sleep. We're going to do an episode about that I'm sometime. Learning, I'm learning that and I went through it the hard way, but it all is right. what it is. So at the end of the episode, Armel, you know what time it is. Rapid recap. Hey, that's pretty good. You guys, I'm not Hispanic, but you know, I do my thing. So my man Armel has 30 seconds to recap the whole episode. Okay. Are you up for the challenge? I'm up for the challenge. Where are we seeing? Where's the timer at? Where's the timer at? Boy, I had that pre-workout. All right. Are you ready? Yep. We got 30 seconds on the clock. Okay. Three, two, one, go. All right. Growth mindset is about attaching the reward system to the process and not focusing on the on the end goal because the end goal is not really what's going to, you know, bring you the most, you know, the most growth. It's about the process you're making and that's the most important. But also understanding in that process that you're making, incremental steps are important. That's what's going to lead you to, that's what's going to lead you to have, you know, the mo- the best results and everything. And understanding like those, those um, small steps are really important and negative thoughts, try to, you know, fill them Four. with good thoughts because those Three. good thoughts eventually will overtake the negatives. That's time. Let's go. I like, that was good. That was solid. That was really solid. <laughs> I love you. That, yeah, that was, was a, a good, lot of pressure. That was a lot. Yeah, yeah, I see the sweat a, coming yeah, on my This is a long episode, too. Yeah, it's a long. And yeah. we were like, we're keeping this to 40. Ben didn't even start the timer on 50. Like, we're probably at 50 minutes already. I have no idea how long this episode is. But, Ben, because of you, this is your fault. You got to record. You got you to gotta edit this. So, <laughs> <laughs> you got to edit this yourself. But, I, right, you guys. I'm definitely making fun of you the most. <laughs> <laughs> it's been another episode of the Adapt to Die podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Join us next week because, yes, guys, we're not doing this twice a week anymore. We're doing this once a week because... We're trying to make the editing funny and more engaging. So please, definitely, if you listen on the audio, check out our YouTube videos because they'll have more edits and they'll be kind of funny. But if you do listen audio, fuck, we love you. We love you for that. And continue. Always. Share with your friends. Make sure you check out our Instagram, Adapt or Die, um, on IG. And then make sure you follow us on TikTok, AOD Media. And make sure you check out, check out the clothing brand, AODFashion.com, because... I'm not even wearing the gear. Oh my god. I'm I'm a I'm a poser, Ben. How you even call me out on this? But thank my you company, so much. Yeah. Any last words, Ben? We appreciate y'all watching. If you can, if you like this episode, you found some value, share it with your friends, give us some feedback too. We love any feedback you can give us. We mm-hmm. appreciate y'all. Until next time. Peace.